there's the bombshells. Whoa, whoops. <laughs> Is that, that's not, that's not an appropriate beginning to the show. Not in this climate. Did you see the video of the bombs dropping on the bridge in Crimea? Well, the news was, or the the official narrative, was that uh, it was a car bomb. But if you look up the video, let me see if I can help you out with some search terms. All right, so I typed in uh, Crimea Bridge hit by missiles. And uh, you're going to want to... Find the video that's, uh, it's very green because I'm guessing it's, uh, you know, night vision lens or something like that. And also, full disclosure, it could be totally fake. Um, I shared it on my Twitter account, at Earthbox, if you'd like to follow and check out the video. Uh, it's, I don't know how easy this kind of thing would be to fake. But it appears that two missiles are uh, have clearly struck the bridge. It looks like the same bridge, the Kerch Bridge in, in Crimea. And now, in, in response to this terror attack, Russia is... bombing the absolute S out of Ukraine now. Hitting hospitals and schools and apartment buildings, civilian infrastructure, and I guess it's going to be up to America and NATO forces to put a stop to it. It's, uh, Unsettling because, well, just like the uh, Nord Stream pipeline attacks, there were plans to destroy the Crimean Bridge by the UK. Let me see if I can find that article. Ah, here. Well, okay. It's RT. Dot com. So if you know what that means, take it with a grain of salt. And it illustrates that Ukraine had been planning an attack on the on the you know bridge over the Crimean Bay, critical infrastructure for Russia. They were putting the plans together with the UK. So even though Ukraine isn't a NATO member, they're being treated as a NATO member. They're a NATO member out of convenience for the warmongering West to start World War III. Is that dramatic? Okay. Well, let's look at this article from the Gateway Pundit, a bit more trustworthy in my opinion, by Jim Hoff. An explosive-laden device found near the Nord Stream pipeline to Europe in 2015. 
Russia's TASS News Service released photos on Tuesday of a NATO Fox mine disposal unmanned underwater drone was found during a scheduled visual inspection of the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline in November 2015. Russia accused NATO of attempting to blow up the pipeline in 2015. The, inc- the incident made international headlines at the time. TASS News reported, an incident with NATO explosive devices occurred earlier at the Nord Stream gas pipeline. Official spokesman of Gazprom, Sergei Kuprianov, said on the air with Russia 24 TV channel. It is necessary to remind about developments at the Nord Stream gas pipeline that were already registered earlier. This case is well known. This is a quote. And there's a little bit of uh, translation discrepancy. On November 6, 2015, the NATO Sea Fox mine disposal unmanned underwater vehicle. Good Lord. Time to make an acronym. <laughs> was found during the scheduled visual inspection of the Nord Stream 1 gas pipeline. It lay in space between gas gas pipelines, clearly near one of strings, Kuprianov said. Quote, NATO said the underwater mine disposal vehicle was lost during exercises. Such NATO exercises, when the combat explosive device turned out to be exactly under our gas pipeline, end quote, the spokesman said. The explosive device was deactivated by Swedish armed forces at that time and gas transport halted due to the emergency resumed, he added. And as the Gateway Pundit reported last week, the CIA also reportedly sabotaged a Soviet Soviet pipeline in Siberia back in 1982. So we have quote, terrorist attacks on critical Russian infrastructure, mysterious bombings of other critical infrastructure that also affects our NATO allies. But the big news today is that Tulsi Gabbard is leaving the Democrat Party. The top headline on Fox News. We've got some war headlines on CNN. Propping up the terrorism narrative. And on MSNBC, it's January 6th. And no mention of war escalation between the West and Russia. The story about all the the nuclear radiation medication that was purchased, $300 million worth of radiation medication, that was a one-day story. Nothing to worry about. We're moving nukes here and there. Russia's moving their nukes around. But hey, let's talk about let's talk about Tulsi Gabbard. Let's talk about JD Vance and Tim Ryan in their Senate debate. 
Let's talk about anything. Anything that isn't the controlled demolition of life as we know it. It doesn't matter if you're in America or if you're in the UK or if you're in Italy. Western culture is at war with globalist culture. And I was just was thinking to myself last night. What if what if a free society is not the way forward? There's this conspiracy theory called Project Bluebeam, or it's referred to as Project Bluebeam, which I suppose is a legitimate project. Let's read a little bit from this article. Project Bluebeam is or was the brainchild of Canadian investigative journalist, poet, and essayist Serge Manast. Manasse died on December 5th, 1996 at the age of 51. Young, young, young. Condolences. He spent much of his life as an active member of the Social Credit Party of Canada and started writing about New World Order conspiracy theories in the early 90s. His Project Bluebeam idea first came to light in 1994. Quote, our task, he says, is to make the people realize the coming of the New World Order is not a dream, neither a paranoid thought. It is a real, satanic, undergoing project. In the interview, Manas describes Project Bluebeam as satanic. It has four key goals, he says. The first is to abolish all Christian traditional religions in favor of a single religion based on the cult of man. Second is to abolish all national identity and national pride in favor of world identity and world pride. Third is to abolish the family as known today and replace it by individuals all working for the glory of one world government. Now remember, this is what he was coming up with in the 90s. Finally, Serge Manas claims Project Bluebeam, which is supposed to be a collaborative effort between NASA and the UN, wants to destroy all individual artistic and scientific creative works. One of the key tenets of the Project Bluebeam conspiracy theory is that NASA and the United Nations want to implement a new age religion and start a new world order via a technologically simulated second coming of Christ. And others speculate that instead of a second coming, it could be a faked alien invasion. I mean, if they could make it look like Christ, they could make it look like a UFO, right? But what if it's not fake? What if we've been visited by aliens, by otherworldly beings or or as Dave Chappelle suggested, beings that used to live on this planet but left thousands or hundreds of thousands of years ago. I, I don't know where you come down on, um, what are they, carbon dating? I think it's a load of bollocks. 
But people like Graham Hancock and other, you know, historic archaeologists claim that there are are there there's proof of of human existence hundreds of thousands of years ago much much further back than many people think so what happened to those people they were technologically advanced i mean you must I mean, maybe maybe you're not up to date on all of the interesting things that have been found. Ancient, you know, ancient construction that is completely inexplicable, considering the technology that we believed they possessed back, you know, tens of thousands of years ago. But unfortunately for me, I don't really believe that they have any real idea of knowing how old anything really is. My argument has always been, I mean, they have to have some way to calibrate these tools. And in order to have an accurate calibration, they have to be able to say definitively how old this, you know, this dirt is or this stone is. Well, what do they have? How do they know? I mean, they they don't really. They have some formula that was created by a person. And then they just go with it. And they can all this, all of this theory can be brought back to this Project Blue Beam conspiracy theory and others. I mean, look at the look at the world that we live in now. And as I've said on the show before, the the complete lack of spiritual faith and a belief in God or a higher power has created this ruling class that, that does not fear the afterlife. They fear no consequences of their, for their actions on earth. They don't believe that there is a lake of fire that they will burn in for all eternity because of how they exploited the people around them and all of the horrible deeds and atrocities that they committed in the name of wealth and power. And you could, there's so many things, there's so many aspects of our culture that you can attribute to removing God from our culture. You know, the earth being millions and billions and kajillions <laughs> of years old, for example, that doesn't jive with biblical teaching. And neither does the existence of aliens, for that matter. Although I sometimes wonder if we are really on the earth of the Bible. If interstellar travel is possible, then the stories in the Bible could have happened on any planet. Isn't it? Don't you believe that it's possible that there was a God of the earth, a a God of, of humans. I mean, didn't Jesus ascend into the sky? Couldn't that have been like, uh, 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 what was that movie fire in the sky about that? Supposedly based on a true story about, uh, 
I I gotta look it up or I'm not, I'm not gonna make any sense. I watched that movie over and over again, probably when I was too young. Yeah, Fire in the Sky. I was 10 when it came out. An Arizona logger mysteriously disappears for five days in an alleged encounter with a flying saucer in 1975. It was a pretty cool movie. I'd say it's worth your time if you're interested. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Mm, bad news. You're going to have to buy the DVD on eBay, it looks like. Or you could get it from one of those video-on-demand places, I suppose. So I, I, guess, I guess I'm about to get a little bit heretical here, but I mean, I don't know. Cover your ears. <laughs> what if Jesus was an alien? What if religion, organized religion, is just meant to be another system of control? I mean, you've heard that story about Columbus, right? How he knew, I mean, this is how the story goes. He knew that there was a lunar eclipse coming. And so he told the natives that initially didn't want to give him any food. He told the natives, if you don't feed us, my very powerful God will black out the moon. Then the lunar eclipse happened. The natives freaked out and they agreed to feed Columbus and his group. I've said before, human behavior is not really all of that different now than it was a thousand years ago. So why would it be unbelievable that some other entity, human or humanoid, would use their technology to fool primitive man into believing in the religious figures that we all believe in and fight and die for today? I mean, so many of the wars throughout history have been based on religious disagreement. But not lately. Lately, our wars have been all about energy. Or at least that's what's claimed. would seem this conflict in Russia is about stopping Russia from selling its energy to Europe. I mean, the first major move from the West was to destroy a pipeline. And the second major move now has been to destroy a, a bridge. And now Russia's pissed. And I don't know
if getting into this war is going to be used to try and unify us, unify the West in the common goal, or if it's going to be used as Armageddon, it's going to be used to suspend elections. Or maybe we're just trying to enrich the military-industrial complex that's existed since the end of World War II. But one thing is for sure, the West and NATO is escalating this conflict. So how do you feel about that? Send an email, therealearthbox at protonmail.com. Thank you for listening. Follow me at Earthbox on social media and share the show, please. I'd appreciate it. I'll be back. Goodbye.